Today is the best day to be the greatest version of you. Hi, my name is Nathaniel Brown, and you're listening to the Inspire Beyond Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Inspire Beyond Podcast. My name is Nathaniel Brown, and I'm so happy to be with you today. Today, I am here to inform you that your beliefs are what you practice. Your beliefs are what you practice. Now, I know some of you are wondering, okay, so what is that supposed to mean? I'm sure you're going to break that down for me, Nathaniel, and you are absolutely correct. I'll lead in with a little bit of a story. Uh, a few years ago, I was working as a personal trainer in the gym. And of course, my drive was about 15 minutes. So every morning I would listen to some sort of personal development, some sort of spiritual teaching, something that would empower me because I know that I was going to be dealing with people. And I started listening to a stream of Hindu teachings and principles, and I thought they were very intriguing. And this one particular teacher was explaining the difference between desire and belief. And he compared desire to our logic and belief to a tantrum-throwing child. And he said, we never get what we desire, but we only get what we believe. And this statement sent me to a deep place because hearing it articulated this way led me to realize that I never really understood what it meant to intentionally believe. Now, interestingly enough, I ask three coaching questions whenever I encounter someone for a coaching session. And one of the questions is, what do you believe? And as simple as this question seems to be, no one has actually ever answered it correctly, or they've never answered it with what they believe. What I usually get often starts with these three words. Well, I think. Which tells me that either they don't know what they believe or I'm asking the wrong questions. And I'm willing to say that the answer to both of these questions is yes. Yes, there is a possibility that they don't know what they believe. And yes, it is a possibility that I'm asking the wrong questions. However, vaguely put, a belief is a collective agreement with a thought or desire, which suggests to me that beliefs are neither good or bad, but are merely artifacts of our agreements and artifacts of our agreements with what we think. Okay, stay with me because I'm going to build on this idea just a little bit further. Now, if we continue with the idea that our beliefs are in comparison with a tantrum-throwing child, and the way we describe a tantrum-throwing child is in the way the child is behaving, could it be possible that our beliefs would be in direct correlation to our behaviors or to what we have been practicing? Now, I understand that this may be a bit unsettling for some of us. It was for me. And I just want you to stay with me a little bit because I'm going to go a little bit deeper. In our Western religious belief systems, we have this word faith. 
And many of us were taught that faith is something that you have to go and acquire. Which, in fact, begs the question, does a child acquire a tantrum or is the tantrum innate? I'd say that the answer is the latter of the statements or the latter of the questions. It's innate. In the ancient scriptures, the master teacher Yeshua started some of his parabolic statements with these phrases like, it's transliterated into King James Elizabethan English, truly, truly, or verily, verily. And if we place those words back into their origin, remember I told you I love the power of words and where they come from and how they originate, we get the word amen, or as we would say in the South, amen. Interestingly enough, the word belief and faith are also rooted in the same word which happens to be not just a Hebrew word, but in fact, it's an ancient Kemetic term, later to be known as an Egyptian word. And this particular word, amen, represents the power that is responsible for what we experience in our 3D reality. It is the essence of creation. Now, uh, there's a book in the New Testament called the Book of Hebrews. There's Much speculation over who authored this particular text, but in the book of Hebrews, the very principle of faith is explained, but because of modern-day self-absorbed orators of the text, uh, I'd say that its power has been diluted. Its meaning has been misinterpreted, and for the most part, the application has been misappropriated. In chapter 11, in verse 1, the text starts like this. The writer is in teaching mode. And it says, we all know it. We have all heard it. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I love the second verse here. It says, for by it, the elders obtained a good report. Now, in order for us to really understand what's being communicated here, you got to do a little bit of a word study. So I'm going to be your, your word study uh, uh, a teacher here for a second and sort of break the text down into, its, into a distilled version that can be taken as a tincture and you can use this and apply this across the, uh, uh, across the nuances of your, of your everyday life. Because the idea here is on this podcast is to teach you what it will take for you to go beyond. And that's what I do. I don't just read what's on the pages. I read what's in between the lines. It's the difference between breathing and paying attention to the space between the breath. That is how you should be reading some of these ancient texts. You should read the words that are on the page, but then take a pause and appreciate the silence between the words because it's the rest in between words and the rests in between musical notations that make symphonies and build stories. Now back to the text for a second. Uh, the word substance there, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That word substance is the word hypostasis. And hupo is a prefix. Stasis is the suffix. It's a compound Greek word, and it literally means to stand under. The phrase things hoped for is, a, is, is one word in the Greek, and it's elpizo or elpis, and it means to anticipate or expect, which means the substance of things hoped for 
is what you stand under in expectation or in anticipation. The evidence, elekos, or the word for proof, and things unseen also is one word, and it's the word pragma. Coming from a root word, praso, which means to practice or something that you perform repeatedly as a habit. I want you to get that. That word that follows the word for evidence is directly linked to how you execute your habits. So, to put it frankly, ladies and gentlemen, your anticipations are connected to your habitual executions. So, if you're wondering why you keep getting what you don't want, it is because your inner tantrum-throwing child, i.e. your subconscious mind or your belief system, is ignorantly executing behaviors that are in alignment with the anticipation of the fear of what you don't want. Therefore, your beliefs have become what you practice, and your faith is how you behave. Earl Nightingale, one of my favorite of the old school uh, 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 personal development leaders, he says, you get what you think about most of the time. And then he also says, you become what you think about most of the time. In other words, your practicing thoughts, your habitual thoughts become you. Now, the only way to shift this is to adjust how you stand with what you expect, i.e. your agreements. And we talked about agreements before very briefly in a previous podcast. And you must assess how you execute those agreements. Because there's no doubt, ladies and gentlemen, that things will come to us in life. And if you are unaware, you will regress back into the habits that keep you in unhealthy cycles. And I am not just talking to you. I am talking to me. I'm not without needing reproof here. Stress is going to happen, but it doesn't come to take us out or cut us down. It comes to expose our habits And in doing so, it exposes what we actually believe. So we must do some work of disciplining the tantrum-throwing child so when the day comes for us to show up authentically, we can do so as the elders of faith and it be a good report unto us. So be encouraged. Be in faith. And be inspired to go beyond.